We're back, baby. New studio, new vibe, new atmosphere, new and improved. Try hard, Khalid, with a slimmer, sleeker appeal. This is Bedouin Banter with another Banter Ranter. It's been a hell of a year. We're almost out of this thing, though, I swear. It is getting weird. Nothing makes sense anymore. China's butt-swabbing diplomats for COVID. People are sucking on baby bottles. Local restaurants, well, they're getting so desperate, they might even start paying comedians, you know, for comedy shows. Hey, you got baby bottle desperate. Don't look at me. What's changed? Well, in the world of social media, when the economy apparently is doing good, you chase after the perfect fashionistas and the top-end influencers. But when times are tough and COVID has got you strapped, you always come back to that big girl. The one that knows how to love you right Anyway, I could have started tonight's episode with anything, but out of all the global topics, controversy, and difficulties this year, the one that doesn't ever seem to get enough attention is the expat exodus. Because yes, many have left. Again. Now, I know opportunities have opened up since the start of the pandemic, and the new year has the promise of seeing life being breathed back into our economy. But since then, many over the last year have been forced to make economic decisions based on the understandable fear known as and here's what some of you might be thinking. You're saying, so what? You know, expats take our jobs and they get better pay for it. At least some of them do. And for some reason, the white ones think they do it better than us. A Middle Eastern condition known as reverse Mexicanos. Or if you're from the UK, it's reverse Polsky syndrome. Or if you're from Bahrain, it's just, oh, goddamn, you're hot. Take my job. But let me break down why that might not be the case and why this matters to you. Trust me, I get where you're coming from. There are managers, our teachers, and even some of our doctors. Some businesses even focus on a specific type of expat and blatantly advertise their white pride. Hospitality, for example, ran an ad just like this for quite a while, which if you ask me, is some misleading advertising. Western doctors, really. I'll give you the Italian, but a Lithuanian and a Ukrainian. That's about as close to Western as yum yum trees to Chinese food. And come on, who hires a surgeon called Sergei? Look at this guy. He looks like the dude who cuts into bears for Putin's robotics program. Dasar! With Sergei, you will be reborn with beauty as big fuzzy Siberian bear. Niptak. That being said, bear surgeries and whatever the hell this is might become harder to afford in the next few years. Just because expats all across Bahrain, from the Sergeys all the way to the Babus, have been hit hard by the economic fallout from Corona Chan. And no matter how many times you look at it and however ways you want to spin it, the reality is the Gulf relies on a backbone of expats. Bahrain's expats being one of the biggest. Expats that not only help add to the spending power in our economy, but also serve to enrich our culture of technical expertise. And if you're Babu, well, you're also the guy who builds our roads, unclogs our toilets, and picks up after the mountains of face masks that some of you apparently can't be asked to throw away. With bins that are just a few feet away, mind you. How is this possible, Bahrain? We've been the fastest, most reactive Gulf Arab state to the pandemic, but for some reason, if a bin doesn't meet the Jasmine's gold standard of drive through accessible, then that suddenly means the rest of us have to deal with your crappy zombie survival skills? Bahrain, you're being Spencer. Do you remember him? No, you don't. Nobody does. He's from The Walking Dead. And nobody liked Spencer. So don't be Spencer, or else Bobble might turn into Negan. It's no wonder that a big chunk of the expat labor class weren't just leaving because we're firing them. No, they were probably scared. Let's be honest, if you haven't really felt welcome before now either, which we'll get to in a minute. I'll be honest, okay? This pandemic, it isn't the big one. It's not going to turn Metruk into my very own boomer zombie. A man can dream. But either way, we all know that it's still serious enough for a lot of people facing critical medical conditions. And that it's big enough to trigger job cuts across the board, 
big enough to stall our economic vision for 2030, and it's big enough to remind all of us why we need to come together. And that means all of us, not just the Arabs. We have to understand that for the many expats facing integration issues in Bahrain, their jobs wear their lives and their livelihoods. And sadly, their only source of stability on the island. I say sadly because it should have been their friends and their communities and a life that could have given them families. But for many, no. Their job was their only thing reminding them of why they were here in the first place. Because let's be honest, it definitely wasn't for the chips and sushi. Come on guys, how is this even a thing? Since when is the most Bahraini thing on the menu, Omani? Not the tikka, the mahiawa, the pacha, the balalit, or the eggy tomato. Eggy tomato that is apparently both shakshuka and not shakshuka. Can somebody please explain this to me? No, no, no. Over the last few years, Chips Oman and Lebanon have become the symbol of national pride. Oh, and for, for some reason, if you live in the Gulf, that frothy piece of food porn is fine. But this one video game? No. That's way too much Dina and the Levin. <laughs> After giving it some thought, there is one great takeaway from all of this. Many of the food items listed aren't originally Bahraini. And as many people know, the same goes for a vast chunk of Bahraini culture. And whether we choose to believe it or not, we have to admit that for thousands of years, the island has been and always will be a cultural melting pot for the world. Like a good old gooey bowl of pacha. Now keep in mind, people didn't just want to come here. People wanted to die here. Literally. People in the ancient world would travel thousands of kilometers just to be buried in paradise. Or as our Saudi brothers call it, Thursday nights at Calexico. That's right, Gilgamesh! You ain't got shit on this snake! Saudi Arabia. Slaying them snakes since 1932. Here's my final point. The island has grown stronger and more unified because of its diversity, and never weaker for it. Now I understand if some of us don't feel any sympathy for the expats that dip the f out the second things aren't going well, especially the ones that are overpaid, underqualified, and barely ever integrating into our social fabric. But what about the ones that have? The ones that build their businesses, raise their families, and stick around when things go bad. Are they not Bahraini enough? Should they not feel welcome? Or is it just the hot ones that we're cool with? If you liked this special Banter Ranter episode of the Bedouin Banter podcast, then consider sharing it with a friend, give a follow or subscribe, and check out some of our other episodes. Don't forget if you don't want to miss out on any of the visuals then head over to the Bedouin Banter channel on YouTube for some extra special content. Yalla bye bye.